Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan. The biggest, the biggest change is the amount of the amount of work on it, the amount of paperwork and stuff like that. There, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. We need our own quota. You need our own quota for your own waters to fish. After two days, we got a phone call. I'm sorry, but you can't deliver because you are in Northern Ireland and I am in Manchester. It's in Manchester. So I said, my God, so I'm from Brazil. If I was buying Brazil, it's different. Was I well prepared? I think we we're all well prepared. You know, this came as no shock to us. The food industry here on the island of Ireland is world class and after all, Northern Ireland was the, the world food destination I think in 2020, so we, we should be shouting about that one. Those were the voices of Paul, Hans, Jose and Dean, whose businesses are dealing with the huge changes that Brexit has brought these are the people who are experiencing the repercussions firsthand on the ground in Armagh, and each of them has their own point of view. This is your Armagh Eye podcast host, Elaine Ingram, who took to the road to hear how these local businesses have been faring. Firstly, I spoke to Hans Cousins, who's been a familiar face in the shambles market for the past 20 years. His customers are always happy with his fish fresh off the boat in Kilkeel. He explains his feelings about the impact Brexit has had on his business and the fishing industry in general. So here, let's hear from Hans now. You're up from Kilkeel yeah. with your fish mm-hmm. and um, it's not too busy in the market here at the moment. No, I was busy enough this morning now, but things is quiet just with the restrictions and one thing or another. But it is busy in general with fresh fish because they're out to support you. I've been here 20 years and uh, have a lot of customers. so the effort into getting the product that they require and that's it. So the Brexit situation hasn't affected you, well, but would it have affected you in terms of getting more customers? Or well, The fact is bringing fish across, if we <coughs> wasn't available in Kilkeel with the weather, due to weather, we'd have to bring fish in from Scotland and that, and with the restrictions and the docks and that, with hold up lorries and that, was making things very complicated, you know. Yeah, it's the paperwork, isn't it? Uh, so... To bring in half a load, it was the same price to bring in a full load, and it's just everything was getting very expensive to do, and it, you can't pass it on because people find everything dear enough as it is, you know. Yeah, I mean the fishermen. This whole um, situation with the fishermen has—I mean—that's obviously had a big effect on just getting your fish and the, the, the amounts that your the quotas and all that kind of thing. Quotas was a big problem in Kilkeel, as we did own a boat or two. We still have a boat with fish scallops. And uh, sometimes we'd land in Darklow and Holtz in these places, but then they made it destinated to land in two ports. Now they've up to maybe five, maybe six, I'm not sure, but it was making things very complicated and small boats having to steam maybe 18 hours to a destinated port, which was practically putting lives at risk, to be quite honest, because if the weather broke on your passage to go until discharge your catch, it was making things very complicated, you know? Yeah. Wasn't took into consideration, but when you ask a boat to leave its fishing grounds to maybe steam an extra eight to ten hours to discharge its catch, if the weather broke in them ten hours, things can get very 
tricky, you know. Yeah, I never actually thought of that. No, well, that's a point um, that isn't really on your menu at the minute, but if you make a passage to, to discharge your catch and you're having to leave rather than do eight hours to, to somewhere handy like Arklow or Hoth, and you're having to steam back to a destinated port in Kilkeel where your boat's registered, it was leaving another 10 hours on your journey, which the weather can break in three hours, never mind 10. Yeah. And it's putting lives at risk. And has there been any situations where anything has gone wrong like well, that? Well, it has before, yes. Things like that has happened before. But not to say it's not going to happen again with the restrictions, you know. Yeah, it is. It's all very It's not plain sailing, and I fished myself for years and still fish, but it's a, it's a hard enough job without being told to diversify your course for <laughs> to land your catch 10 or 12 hours extra where you could land it somewhere local in the south or somewhere you know so brexit has had a big effect on big effect on everything but we need our own quota you need our own quota for your own waters to fish yeah and with eu they were taking what 65 percent of the quota yeah you split 30 30 65 you split 30 25 or 30 percent quota between the fleet of boats in scotland and, and northern ireland makes things very tricky you know yeah it's not viable to make a living everything's diversified to targeting prawns nethrops with four nets not two nets four nets it's, it's hard on the ground you know it's not a big area yeah yeah, and you'll have, I suppose, yeah, trouble with, you know, the French trawlers and stuff like that. Well, we don't there have much bother with French trawlers, but this, the, 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 they would fish more the West Irish waters, you know, the West of Ireland. Yeah. They do do a lot of concentration around there, which is harmful on the the South boats. But um, it's all very complicated. Yeah. And, and everybody the, wants to talk about it, but not everybody knows the right. Yeah, and then the border down the Irish Sea, I suppose, yeah, with the... That, it doesn't help. It doesn't help anybody. You know, we fish in Irish waters. Don't know where you are. The Irish boats fish in British waters. That is never an issue. Yeah. Just being out of the EU, it's we needed our quota back, so we wandered out of the EU. Yeah. To manage our own quota through the old sovereignty, but the way it is now, it's very complicated for everybody to work together where they did before. Do you see any improvements down the road? Do you think they're going to sort this out? Well, I don't know. Who knows? There's a lot of smart people out there, and they still don't know. So you're going to stay, you're going to continue coming up here? To oh, I, I still be supporting my customers in Armagh, and Restrever, and all over for that matter. And uh, local fish from our own boats, and my own boat. And um, is, the, is it going to affect the price of the fish, though? Well, fish is a good, strong price for the boats. Boats do need a good, strong price for the fish. Yeah. To make it viable to go to sea, to make men wages and running costs and fuel everything's expensive the hire of electronics insurance but it's very hard to pass it on to the consumer you just have to work on a yeah a small nice profit you fish know. here there not much left now it's home time for me but to get ready for tomorrow in restrever so so you're in restrever tomorrow i am yes Okay, well, I think I'll be picking up some fish from you then, Hans. That's good. All, All right. right, good to talk to you. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye-bye. I thought we should hear what's been going on at um, UK Ports um, from the hauliers' perspective. So I moved on to Johnston International Transport, where Arma I spoke to Paul O'Callaghan, who was up to his eyes, but kindly took a moment to speak to us. 
Hi Paul, I'm here um, at Johnston Haulage, um, your trucking organisation here in Armagh and uh, you know we're hearing a lot of stuff from the government about the Brexit situation and how the, the, the trucks are being delayed in ports and stuff like that but I suppose we just I, we just like to hear from the horse's mouth of what's exactly is going what exactly is going on for you guys. Yeah, the, the biggest the biggest change is the amount of the amount of work on it, the amount of paperwork and stuff like that. There, you know, it's 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 ridiculous for for and for what you know what I mean. There's not a lot of the the stuff that we bring in there. There's not there's no tariffs on it, so it's it's just a lot of extra work. You know what I mean between between the customer and 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 who we haul for. If you know what I mean, you have, you have a ball of different paperwork to get, and then it's making sure that. The lorry that picks it up is the lorry that goes through the port and and all that that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's just not it's not simple. Just so is that where the delays are happening for the actual um, uh, truck drivers? No, I tell you, if, if the companies, if the customers aren't given the proper paperwork, you know the proper codes and all that sort of stuff, that's where the 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 holdups are. We're we're not too bad in that we're we have a direct access to the customer that that we're hauling stuff for, so we can get all the paperwork that we need. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of a lot of hauliers are, are third party, you know what I mean, and they're not getting direct access to what what they need to yeah. get the proper paperwork, so that so that they're getting a free run through the uh, through the ports. So so say but say if something like that happens now and you're at the port and say the truck in front of you hasn't got their paperwork, are you being delayed because of other hauliers? No, not no no no. If 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 they're if they're stopped, they're torn and torn away from the port. You know what I mean? We're 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 lucky enough that we're we're getting stuff through. You know what I mean? Our our paperwork seems to be right, and we're we're getting there with it. So we are, but a lot of them a lot of them aren't. We we're hearing horror stories of of companies there with you know 10, 20, 30 trailers that. That aren't getting through yeah so have you heard what what sort of things have you been hearing in terms of what's actually happening just you know what i mean trailers sitting in ports there with with goods that are you know running past their sell by date and you well, know yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 personal a lot of it's personal because the stuff that we're taking there you know there's there's longer a lot longer uh best best before dates on it so we're not we're not too bad but we're we're getting thank god now we're we're getting away all right but it's it's all our hauliers that seem to be seem to be getting them you know, in, tr- yeah. in trouble. So it is like a lot, a lot of the bigger companies. You know, where they've they've a lot more information to get. You know what I mean? That that have maybe hundred odd trailers or whatever. That you know, forty load in and forty load out a night. You know what I mean? We're not too bad. We're only doing you know ten or twelve load a week. If you know what I mean. But it's, what sort uh, of stuff do you? Biscuits, flour, things like that. Their yeast. You know what I mean? So it is. There was a real shortage of yeast. Yeah. At the beginning of the lockdown, you couldn't get yeast anywhere. What was the reason for that? No, well, we weren't. Well, it was. It must have been. It must have been a different. See, there's, there's, we're, we're doing uh, out of Hull there, so we are. But there's another yeast company there, is out of, uh, I think it's Belgium. So it is. It might have been through with, to do with them there. So it was. But no, none of our customers were, were held up, so they weren't. And things like you know, we I've noticed myself, and I'm sure everybody else has. On the uh, there are certain things in the supermarkets that you can't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that all about? That would be that begin just colliers not getting their paperwork. But, you know but what I mean? But there particular things like uh, I know broccoli was one that was gone for. Well, ages. see, it's a food. It's a food type that you know what I mean that comes out of the ground, so it might have have a traces thing. It's the same as potatoes. You know, with soil on them and stuff like that. There, so they might have they might have extra extra paperwork they need. You know, for traces and that there, but. The stuff we are doing doesn't have that, so we're, we're lucky enough. But so, all in all, do you think Brexit has been um, a, a, nightmare, a, a nightmare? A nightmare. A nightmare. Do you, do you see any light at the end of the tunnel? Not really. It's gonna it's gonna get worse because at the minute at the minute we only have to do a it's called TSS. We only have to do it one way from Great Britain to Northern Ireland. Uh, come July time, you're gonna have to do it going out as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be double the work come come July time. 
And what about um, stuff between the north and the south? Do you? No, it's 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 all right. it's all right as long as it's all declared. You know what I mean? Coming in that way, it's 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 grand that road. Like, but yeah, we don't do any European stuff, and I thank God. But I'm hearing horror stories every day. But about that, you know what I mean? Stuff going out, and I I read the other day that one one particular haulier had a trailer sitting in the port for seventeen days. You know what I mean? Where they wanted, they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to know each ingredient in every product. You know what I mean? And every pro- product had to be broken down onto a separate pallet. You just can't do that, like. And this is this is all down to the. It's Brexit all down to Brexit regulations and all that sort of stuff. So it is. So it's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, because they're saying that this, you know, the government seems to be saying, "Oh, this is just a temporary thing," but it's not it's temporary. It's not. It's not. It's going. It's only. It, I can only see it getting worse. So I can, can only say it getting worse. It's yeah. not. It's definitely not going to get better. You know what I mean. But I, if you're if you're if you're paying a tariff on something, you know what I mean. It should be declared. But if you're not paying a tariff on something, you know what shouldn't. Really what's yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only put to me. It's only putting a cost onto the cost. You know, onto the public because if if a customer has added costs, they're only going to put the price of things up. Well, so that's, that's, and that's another thing yeah 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 the price of yeah is yeah it's and it's only gonna if originally if they had to put tariffs on it the price was going to go up and people were thinking then if there's no tariffs on it the price is not going to go up but if it's taking extra time to do to do work well the cost has to come out of somewhere yeah you know what i mean and and the customer the the suppliers is just going to put the price onto the onto the product and the product will end up on a on a shelf and it's, it's joe public that's going to pay for that like yeah so it is so and what about your in terms of your business here itself? Have you found that there's been any trouble? Like, have you had any problems with drivers wanting to leave because it's all just too much for them or a bit of a? Well, it's getting it's getting some some of the like the older drivers there maybe that you know that won't be wouldn't be up to technology wise. You know what I mean with phones and that there sort of stuff. You you're looking for you know taxing them with GMR numbers and PBN numbers and that there sort of stuff. And if they're not up to they whenever they come off the boat, they have to check on a on an app there what their the number is you know if, they, if they're if they're good to go on if they're good to clear port or i have to go to the customs and if they have to go to the customs if you don't go to customs there's a there's a fine on that yeah you know what i mean so they have to they have to have just you had any issues with anything no with no thank touch wood now we haven't we haven't had anything yet we've had one one lorry went to the customs but it got it got away okay with, with all the paperwork you know the correct paperwork and stuff like that so but your 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 day itself must be doubled. From I mean, enough hours in from the day for you. from you start in the morning till you finish in the evening. There, it's just this constant going. Yeah, so it and just, it never used to be like that. Either. Well, it, it, I could it would in general now, but it does be busy. But just from from Braggs, it's it's the amount of extra information that people are asking for, and and that you know that's what's the main thing. You know what I mean? It's it's whenever you go into load a load. And the people that are, you know, the, the people that are loading the load, they're looking to load all your information of when you're shipping and all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's trying to add up, you know, driver's hours to make sure that they get the boat that they think that the customer thinks they're getting. You know, if you run out of driver's hours, then it's it's a whole mess then to, to change when that lorry's going to be into the country. So you have to let TSS know when, when you know, the, the port that it's exiting from and the port that it's entering to. Yeah. So if it's Karen Ryan, then in the Belfast, and you have to know, let them know if it's on a half seven boat, it's going to be in the Ireland and the Northern Ireland then at ten o'clock. Like so, if that changes or a breakdown or a blowing tire or something like that, there then that all changes, and you have to go back through that to, to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if you if 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 a lorry leaves, if a lorry leaves there with with the registration on it, and there's a breakdown. You know what I mean? You have to redo that whole declaration because there's a different registration that's going to go to the port with that with that trailer. 
it's a it's and a mess. That must that must put your cost. Oh uh, well, it, it does because time time's money, and that's at yeah. the end of the day, you know what I mean. A few. And if, even if having you, all that paperwork to do. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's costing. It's it's it, 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 even your drivers is taking them more time as well. So yeah. That's all. That's all money. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. All time's money, and and if it's if there's out of time on then I think it's. It, it soon adds up so it does like yeah. so yeah and that slows down the, the yeah. goods getting to where they're yeah. supposed to go yeah and I suppose you're lucky that your stuff as you said isn't perishable yeah but for, for, for but then our stuff's it's time related too because it's going to bakeries you know what I mean so it ha- if, it, if, if, a, if, a comp- if a bakery wants it during a Wednesday and they're they've set up a schedule for baking them products on a Thursday yeah and it doesn't get there on a Friday well then they're missing out too you know what I mean so it's just because it's not a best before somebody won't be getting their yeah, birthday cake yeah yeah exactly you know what I mean but it, it, it's all it's all related too you know what I mean if if you put into a production schedule that you're going to use them yeah, ingredients like a on, a, yeah, on a Thursday and it doesn't get there to Friday well you have a workforce sitting there and that time is money too if you know what I mean that's that's all added onto onto a bakery too yeah so it does so no it all it soon it soon adds up so it does is there anything that you'd like to see done <laughs> <laughs> just the whole customs clearance done away with you know what I mean it was it was just so handy before you know what I mean where you, it was you know free trade you know what I mean it, it was so much better you just sent the load out and the paperwork went on with the driver and that was that was it you know you didn't hear from him again like yeah you know so it's a mess just at and the minute yeah I don't see a way back to those to those days no soon, no anyway. but then if, if there's no tariffs you know what I mean if the product if you have a product out that there's no tariffs going on to why why should it need you know what I mean? Maybe they'll figure that out. Time, time will tell. Just that's yeah, that's because the, it's yeah, it's not going to get any. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. So it is. So, but look, you've one rule for one, one rule for another. If if the company's there doing packaging and stuff like that, they're they're got an extended break. You know what I mean? Whereas we were straight in on the first of first of January. Our products. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah. They, it doesn't yeah, come into yeah. effect. Yeah, it doesn't yet. come into. I don't know when it comes in because we're not in that line of work. You know what I mean? So. And that'll be another thing. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, be, it'll be. Look, I make things even worse. I do the TSS for here and, and to sit on the computer and put down, you know, the amount of products that's coming in and weights and all that there. I can't even imagine how, what it's gonna be like for a for a package company. Weights and commodity codes and all that sort of stuff, like you know what I mean? It's I uh, wouldn't fancy being in that business there at all. If you had TVs and radios and then you you're you're going on to some shoes or clothes and all that there, that all has to be put down on a on a decoration form. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the minute there we are doing we're doing decorations, there's maybe ten or eleven lines in it, you know, of different weights and products and uh, material codes and batch numbers and all that there. But if you go to something with a trailer that has five hundred different products on it, it's yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like. And the haulage companies are probably busier now than they've ever been, especially yeah, with yeah, all the yeah, shops yeah. and everything closed. January January and February normally would have been what January would have been quiet normally, you know what I mean? Then February, March time starts to pick up, but this this January we've just been just been crazy yeah because people are you know ordering more stuff mm, online, online. yeah and i know you have the big stores that are closed and they're not you know getting you know clothes and stuff mm. like that delivered to them but all those things are being delivered to individual customers yeah yeah so you know that makes yeah it no. even a busier time yeah, yeah so covid probably has been good to yeah business. although it, it, look it has to slack off at some stage you know what i mean the the, the country can't keep on the way it's well, buying it, you know what i mean no money exactly exactly <laughs> yeah, so the money will soon money. soon soon run out too so it will but yeah. no that's that's it as far as this january's been it's been flat out you know what i mean yeah so it has so not not too bad 
All right, well, Paul, I know you're really yeah, busy and you yeah. have to go. Thanks a million for no, chatting with me. No problem, no problem, All 100%. Right. Speaking of flour, Jose and his wife Lucia are hard at work expanding their business, Lartisan Foods, in Craigavon. They supply um, lots of the um, restaurants and cafes um, around Armagh and far beyond with um, delicious fare from all locally produced ingredients. I spoke to Jose, who's having a bit of trouble um, trying to get a fridge over from England uh, at the moment. Um, but apart from that, the business is going well and his attitude is positive. Hi, Jose. I'm, I'm Elaine from RMI. And um, I explained to you what we're doing this podcast about. So I suppose I just want to find out a little bit about your business. Um, you're L'Artisan. I'm here. We're here in Craig Avon. And I believe you're, you, you provide um, some gorgeous stuff for um, a lot of uh, cafes and um, yes. restaurants all around Northern Ireland. Um, but all your, your produce is, you, is, is all local for the most part. You buy all your products, you know, that you cook with and everything are Yes, yes. Hello, Elaine. Yeah, Elaine. Yeah. Hello, Elaine. Thank you. Uh, yes, we, I, I, we try to buy more local. And we sell local. And now we start selling to the Republic of Ireland. So your main thing is try to sell, to export. Because another island is not too big. Yeah. And maybe you just reach a point, you must go out for expand your business. So you're not affected as such um, by this whole Brexit deal because of um, because you're trading within between the north and the south. It, 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 you're not going to have to go through any any different procedures than what you are right I now. I don't think so for now because it's so confusing. This yes. Sometimes I think I'm blind because I listen a radio, or I listen TV every day. They say something different and they do something different. And sometimes I realize the people in the government they don't know what they are doing. You know, sometimes they are cheeking without heads, you know, just, just run, run about and, yeah. you know, they, one day in the morning, they say something, afternoon, they say another thing. Yeah. So it's really confused for me. Yeah. But uh, I try to buy, a, I, I open our coffee to go here in my business. Yeah, coffee to go. Yeah, you're just starting a new business. Yes, a, with Ex- a small you're expanding, daddy. yeah. Yes. So I, I need a fridge display. Yeah. So I went to the internet. To, I don't remember it was Amazon or eBay. Yeah. My wife went and we bought one fridge display. We paid for it with our card. After two days, we got a phone call. I'm sorry, but you can't deliver because you are in Northern Ireland and I am in Manchester. It's in Manchester. So I said, my God, so, I'm from Brazil. If I was buying Brazil, it's different. But in Manchester. So you could get it from Brazil, but you can't get it no, from Manchester. No, no. I spoke with a friend of mine today. He He's buying things in Germany and France. Well, that's all because there's no issues between Northern Ireland yes. and Europe. As it, as it stands right now, we're essentially still part of Europe in terms of trade. But the problems are between... Yeah, um, then we still Europe, the but we are not part of UK anymore. Looks yeah. like this. Yes, that's what it seems to be So like. it's, so, it's so confusing, you know. Yeah. And you said you also you had some issue with flour. Yeah, well, I bought flour before from England and then they stopped. And I tack so off they actually stopped delivering a, yes. the company you're dealing yeah. with because and the, the amount of paperwork that they have yes. to deal with and, and the I, costs, I suppose. Yeah, and then I had a Danish margarine I was using that one for do a type of pastry. Yeah. They stopped delivering as well. So, thanks God, I found another one here, but it's not from here because I don't think another island does this type of product. Yeah. But maybe this one comes through Ireland to here or straight from Belgium. I don't know which way they 
send the margin, but I got the you margin. Got, so this is what I, yeah, this is what is important for me. So I it's scary times now because of this. I can't understand what they are doing. Yeah, I mean, it really is scary because yeah, nobody seems to know what's going on, and it seems to be changing day by day. And they're talking now about um, getting rid of the whole protocol altogether. But what, uh, we, who knows what will happen then? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, but business for you in terms of how how's business been going for you in general? Have you found that um, because because all the, a lot of the produce you buy and sell is local, everything you you make is with local pro- produce, and other larger supermarkets are having trouble getting stuff from the UK. Do you find that maybe you've got more business out of this in any way? With this kind of supermarket, I don't have much interest in work with them because they they don't do business. Yes. They kill you. <laughs> they are just there for kill you. You close the doors, they go to another one. They don't like to do business, you know. With local producers. I know. They want to be guys and I don't want to do business with them. But I'm doing business with some food service, big ones. Right. And you are doing li- really well with them because this food service, they are maybe, I don't know if they sell my products to other supermarkets yeah. because I don't ask where they sell my products. Yeah. But I don't know. You're the business now is still, no, is steady. Yeah. But the, lots of my customers, they close because the coffee shops, you don't see too many coffee shops open anymore and restaurants yeah, they the close restaurants are closed so if you're selling to restaurants and places like that yes they're closed so they and the most coffee shops uh, my customers the most uh of my customers are coffee shops yeah and now i'm looking for you know like a farm shops yes i went to one in cushion down far away from here and i'm selling really well there in one big butcher nice people you know really so you really to have to be innovative and try and yes. look around and find what it is that you can do and what's going to be. Yeah. My coffee know. shops are closing. My customers, I try to open other doors with the farm shops because they still open. They're able to maybe they are open. busier now than before because... Because other people can't go anywhere else. Yes, so. they can go. They Maybe they start buying more because my product has a good quality. Maybe it's a little bit more expensive than the others. Yes. Maybe people now start to hey, I can't go to the restaurant, spend money, I'm going to buy a better sauceroe or yes. a better quiche. And they so go. in some ways, it's, it's good for um, local producers and it's good for the local economy that yes. people are buying local. Yeah. It's a positive thing in some ways, you know that. But in terms of your um, your machine now, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're supposed to be opening up on Monday? Yes. I'm going to open without... I'm going to open without that free, uh, fridge display. You can open with that. Yeah, I'm going to open because that fridge display, I would like to sell uh, cheese and bacon, local producers around here. Yeah. So That's another thing, cheese. Cheese seems to be a real thing that people are having trouble um, if they're importing it, but they're, you'll be buying local cheese. I has a, he, a friend of mine from Valilisk in Armagh. Valilisk, yeah. Yeah, Dean Wright. He has a lot. He came here yesterday, gave me three cheese for take home. Yeah. I ate two of them with my wife in a good <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> it, the cheese you, you find from that. no you, that cheese puts lots of cheese from France in Spain Portugal but it's yes and really local, local nice so at least you have so this is one of the products I would like to export put in my fridge display whenever you get your fridge yes. <laughs> if I buy from Germany or Ukraine not from England yeah yeah that's yeah, the problem get your fridge from Brazil instead. maybe maybe from Brazil <laughs> get here first <laughs> it's true okay 
Well, that's great, Jose. That's um, great. I hope the business goes well for you. Thank you very much, and, Elaine. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I definitely. I'm eating one of your. What, what do you call it? A pastel de natas. It's a Portuguese custard. And it is just delicious. Thank you very much. Really, really nice. You are more than welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I finished up the little road trip um, in Portadown with a visit to Ballylisk Dairies, where I spoke to owner Dean Wright, who leaves us with a much more positive spin on um, on Brexit and the restrictions. He feels that there are good things that can come from this for local producers. So let's hear from Dean. So hi, Dean. I'm Elaine from RII. And um, we're here in Portadown at your um, your company, yeah. Ballylisk Dairies. Um, so I'm 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 doing this podcast basically about businesses, local businesses. You know, we we're hearing everything we're hearing from politicians about what's going on with Brexit. But I want to hear from the people on the ground and businesses like yours. You know, you supply uh, your your produce is all local. It's all locally made and everything else. So how has Brexit been affecting you? Yeah, I don't think a lane Brexit has having a major effect on us uh, for any of the UK Irish business at this point in time. Um, we do have a bit of business in Portugal and the Netherlands, um, which we have stepped out of at this stage um, to let, I suppose, the turbulence pass. Uh, we, we made that decision that we weren't going to actually try and go to those places or go to those markets at this current time, but we will pick those up again later in the year if some of the teething problems get ironed out. Is the reason you're stopping doing those routes is it because of covid situation or is it because of the brexit situation? no it's because of the brexit situation and what i thought would be the difficulties um it seems so, that there aren't that many difficulties for for that route though no, no absolutely so we, we are actually trading well into mainland uk and uh, into southern ireland so there's at this point in time our distribution channels are still fully intact and you know are, are reasonably seamless at this point in time even trading into mainland UK, do you not have paperwork to go through? Yes, we do, but um, you know, we're not seem to have the difficulties that I'm hearing that other companies are having. Yeah, maybe it's because as well because you're dealing, you're, you're one company dealing directly. I, what I what I've found in speaking to, um, haulage companies and that is that they're if they're dealing individually with customers, it seems to be okay. There isn't that much to do, but if they're de- dealing with a lot of different companies, that's when the problems start, the holdups are. Yeah, I think whenever there's mixed pallets, mixed pallets, and we're talking about groupage here, you know, if we are going directly from source to the end user as one company, there's nobody else involved here, and I think you know that's where I do would under or sorry that's where I would understand that the difficulties arise, um, for the hauliers that there's loads of various. Uh, amounts of paperwork for a load and maybe the easy part is if they have a full load basically from one source so yeah and you don't have you don't have that issue at all then and you you had the paperwork that you did need to have did you were you well prepared for that well i think elaine you know where was i well prepared i think we we're all well prepared you know this came as no shock to us you know we all knew exactly what was uh, entailed um to go from a to b so it's not like as if we weren't warned about what we needed to do um you know it's maybe hard for me to speak about the troubles and the turbulence that's out there because we're not experiencing any but yeah i'm sure it's very difficult for those companies who who are finding it difficult for to get goods to move from from various countries to others and in terms of yourselves now because your produce is local and those a lot of big companies that maybe are having difficulties getting their produce over there seems to be cheese seems to be one of the one of the things that's been mentioned that there's they're having difficulty getting on the shelves in supermarkets 
does that actually is that actually a positive thing for your company yes absolutely there's opportunities um you know cheese coming in from mainland europe is certainly there's a big um delay on that type of thing but i do believe the the retailers and the you know uh, all these sort of organizations are looking more locally that you know and, and this could maybe feed in very well with the pandemic we're in you know about shopping locally so there's loads of ways to look at this but Yes, by by all means, there are op- there are opportunities at home here, which which is fairly low hanging fruit that we should be looking after. Yeah, because that's the thing, you know, we've we've been told for years and years that we should be shopping locally and we should be, you know, helping the local economy. So now we're maybe being forced into that situation more. Do you think cost is is an issue for um people buying produce that maybe maybe you know better quality locally produced, but because they're smaller retailers, they obviously your your costs obviously have to be that bit higher, maybe. Yeah, well, I suppose, you know, quality, there is a cost to quality product. You know, some of the products that were coming in maybe didn't carry the same traceability or maybe the same standards. You know, there are a lot more of them are commercially produced, you know, in mainland Europe. Um, I think a lot, you know, Northern Ireland is has been very sheltered in, in what they've actually spoken about in, in the quality of their own food. So I think this is an opportunity for Northern Ireland, the island of Ireland, actually to to you know get up and and and, and speak about really the, the good quality produce that we do have it's a world-class um a, you know the food industry here on the island of ireland is world-class and after all northern ireland was the the world food destination i think in 2020 so we, we should be shouting about that one yeah and you're even you know i i believe you have you're starting to make brie yes we just launched a new product um the brie before christmas and we were on actually this morning and um, we had a lengthy Zoom call with a customer this morning and uh, yeah, in, in mainland UK. So, you know, it's uh, that that business is done and, you know, we will have Brie going to the UK now very shortly, probably in the next few weeks. Yeah, because, you know, people traditionally think of that as um, something that you can only get, you know, imported from France and place, you know, so... These kind of things can be done as well. Yeah, typically brie is a French product, and uh, you know we're quite lucky here in Northern Ireland. There's no one else making brie, so that's why we get into that market as well. And uh, you know there are some really really good quality brie's coming out of France, and um, you know why can we not produce a really really good one, uh, homegrown? Yeah, and you you have dairy, you have your own dairy cows, and I believe you did deliver your own milk and everything. Is yes, uh, where we're sitting today is approximately two miles from the farm. So you know the view here is we're looking at sustainability this year. You know our carbon footprint. You know zero waste, plastic free. So we're looking at all those things, um, which will set us hopefully apart from the rest of the people, from our competitors. And um, but we we see that as the ethos of Ballylisk. Yeah, and that's true because, I mean, in this day and age, you know, we're all trying to reduce our carbon f- footprints and, you know, whether it be forced or not through the situation that we're in, through COVID, through Brexit, through, through whatever, you know, the, the, that has to be a really positive thing because less packaging, less travel, less, you know, getting stuff from local producers Absolutely. seems to be a way that we and, need to get back to. And I think we are a prime example of food miles here. You know, the farm is two miles from where... Uh, the processing facility is where we're sitting now you know we could be in a marketplace you know maybe 20 or 30 miles down the road not hundreds and hundreds of miles across Europe so you know th- this is actually all the things that we in here in Valley this this is our focus this year in 2021 yeah okay well thanks very much for talking to me Dean no problem great to have you here Elaine okay thanks
Thank you all very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing from some local businesses um, and how they're dealing with Brexit. Remember to keep getting all your news from Armaai um, and I hope you join us next time for our podcast. Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 223. Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan.